Hello and welcome to wherever you may be. We are proud to be part of the 90 Minutes Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we will be talking about all things Chelsea. But before we start any of that, I have some huge transfer news to report. That's right. There is transfer news. You think the transfer window is closed, but it is not. Because I can confirm that Olivia Bazaglo has made a huge move during <laughs> this window and has signed permanently with wherever you may be. Olivia, welcome to the family. Thank you. I, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm so excited. Um, we are delighted to have you. Um, Charlie, very pleased to have you. I'm absolutely Early, buzzing. really pleased to have you. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can bear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose the first, first thing that we should do, in fact, you know what, I want to talk about Newcastle, but we'll do that after. We played Krasnodar last night. I went to the game. It was good. Um, but overall, this European campaign has been a really positive one, hasn't it, Charlie? I mean, this is the best group stage we've ever had. That's so ever. weird. <laughs> why, why? I don't know, because it doesn't feel... I don't know, it just doesn't especially feel like that. Maybe because it started in a, not in a flat way, but you know the draw against Seville, the nil-nil? Yeah. That yeah. didn't, at the time, that didn't feel like, a, I, I thought it was a good result. I genuinely did. I thought a, yeah. a clean sheet. They were a good side. And a clean sheet yeah. at the time was very hard to, uh, was very difficult to come by. Mm. But, but this yeah. is our best ever campaign in Europe so far. That's so surprised I mean, me a touch. It, it just, it's just testament to, uh, these players and Frank Lampard and just how quite how drilled he's got them. And and more importantly, you see games like last night, how he's got the whole squad near enough anyway, on the same page. Um, we know this season is almost the most difficult there's ever been in terms of management because the games are packed in so tightly. Um, look, I don't think we had the hardest group in the world, but to finish top of it with a game to, game to spare is very, very impressive indeed. Um, we just got to hope that we don't get uh, a really hard team in the in the draw. Yeah, so I think the fact that we managed to secure our passage through to the next round with a game to spare yeah. is is huge, isn't it? And it gave us the opportunity in a very compact season. It gave us the opportunity to mix it up a little bit yesterday night against Krasnodar. Who impressed you, Olivia? Uh, I think there's only there's one man, isn't there? I say man, boy, man. It's like, <laughs> obviously. Billy Gilmore was brilliant. I think there's no surprise. I think he's made his FA Cup debut, got man of the match. His Premier League debut, got man of the match. Made his Champions League, and he got man of the match as well. So, um, he was just he was brilliant yesterday. And I didn't, I wasn't, I, I didn't expect much from the game. Obviously, it's a team that that we have, that haven't played together this season. It was just players who like who have played a little part, and some players have played a little bit more. But Billy Gilmore really stood out yesterday, and I'm I'm disappointed we didn't win. But as you said, to have won the group and be in the position where you can play Tino Andrew and Billy Gilmore um, in that game and just get them some Champions League minutes was was really good. And um, yeah, I'm just like Charlie said about the knockout rounds. I just we're getting Barcelona or Leipzig. They are the two teams. I just I've just got a feeling. I think it's going to be Barcelona. We always get them, and because they finished second in their group. Have you had a look, Olivia? Have you been paying attention to it in Nux? I yeah. usually wait for it. To... So who's the dream draw? What do you feel is the nicest draw we can get? I think in there, I mean, you don't really want to ever go to Shakhtar in... Ooh, is that Russia? Russia or Ukraine? No, yeah, One Ukraine, of the two. Yeah, so Ukraine. The Ukraine yeah. yeah, so that's... I wouldn't really want to go there, but you look Atalanta, they did all right against Liverpool. They're quite good. But you look at the, the golf in 
I don't even think the the gap between first and second are necessarily that big. Like last season, there was a big gap between whoever finished top and whoever finished second. But this year, we can get, you know, we can get Atalanta, we can get Atletico Madrid, we can get, um, uh, who's in Manchester United's group? Uh, Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. I think PSG will win win their get their yeah. final game. So I think I think it'll be Leipzig. But Barcelona again, uh, and I know what uh, people are saying about Barcelona. They're not the same, and I do get that they aren't the same team as we played when the last time we played them a couple of seasons ago. But if Lionel Messi wants to turn it on, Lionel Messi can turn it on. And I'm always worried about playing Barcelona just because I know that can happen. But I agree with you. We're there. in a, we're in a we are in a position where we're much more well equipped to play a team like that and have the power and the the players to to get through i'll tell you who we want i've just had a quick look obviously you you know this off the top of your head far better than i do but i've just done a quick google search and i've this deduced that the dream draw thus far lazio uh yeah they finished second as well we beat lazio don't we the chelsea yeah. knocked lazio out that's the thing and i want i want to i and that's why it was so important that we topped the group because we don't want to face a Bayern Munich straight away. We saw that last season. We don't want to do that. But And we do want the... I don't care what anyone says. Oh, you, you like, you know, you're playing your big teams. I want the easiest possible draw <laughs> in the first knockout round before we then get to face an English team or a or a, um, a Bayern Munich. So. And do you know why you want that, Olivia? Because you are very sensible and <laughs> uh, There's nothing more infuriating. Like, you know when, the, when, you, you know when the FA Cup draw is done? Don't get me wrong, yeah. I do understand the appeal of a, of a slightly uh, more glamorous away tie. I get it. Like, yeah. when, before, when we hadn't played Leeds for a decade, you think, oh, Leeds yeah. could be fun. But yeah. generally speaking, I want to play Mansfield at home. Yeah. Every, every round. <laughs> every round until Wembley. And then I want to play them yeah. at Wembley. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. <laughs> um, we, so, we've been very lucky with that over the past few years, actually. Third round yeah. is always at home. And I, I never noticed this until fans of other teams saying, I remember sitting at work and I, we're talking about the cup draw and someone was slamming into me going, Chelsea always get easy draws. And it hadn't occurred to me. I just turn up every year and watch Scunthorpe at home. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> no, we have. We have been. Also, it, it, always makes it, it always makes it that little bit more appealing. You know when like so we get we get that kind of draw that we just mentioned there the the, the generous home draw and then like yeah. you look at some of the other games and it's like the Merseyside derby yeah 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 Arsenal at Old Trafford and the Merseyside yeah. derby like God we've yeah. lucked out with Morecambe <laughs> love it yeah, leave them to it yeah yeah exactly no it's very good um, so back to focusing on the Premier League a competition that I believe we can launch a serious and sustained bid to win. Last time we were out, we went top of the league momentarily with a 3-1 win against Leeds. I was at that game as well. Do you know how good it was? I cannot I'm so jealous of you, Rory. I was with Charlie. Oh, well, I was there too. Oh, it was so great. We so didn't sit together. To anyone, who's, to anyone who is a grass, don't worry. We didn't sit together. Um, no. But we, I saw him from a safe two metres. <laughs> Randomly in the pub. We had a business meeting. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's good luck, it was that, brilliant, eh, Charlie? <laughs> Yeah, oh, mate, it was so good. It was first of all, it was just so great to be back. I've missed it so much. I'm sure, like uh, you two, this is the longest I've been without going to football for ages and ages. And even though it didn't come close to a full Stamford Bridge, I think the the two thousand that were there, a made a lot of noise. B, it was great. And I know you mentioned this, Rory. It was great to bump in to like people, your sort of football friends uh, in between us. But like you know, you just you just bump into them randomly. It was good to see a few sort of familiar faces, and yeah. it was um, and it didn't it hadn't occurred to me 
until I actually saw them. I mean, maybe I'm just a bit stupid. I've never seen Thiago Silva and Timo Werner and Kai Havertz in the flesh. Yeah. And, and that was that was uh, that was like a real plus. Yeah, um, it's lovely, right. it's lovely to have right. the opportunity Rabbit. to let Rabbit them know. Money, don't worry. It? It's lovely to, to be able to let them know, isn't it? How much they mean to us and and how yeah. impressed we have been with them and how much we love them. It was no, it was it was it was so good. And that that happened to me last night. Like it's all very well. Like you two aren't my football friends, although the genesis of our friendship came at Stamford Bridge. Mm. The the three of yeah. us. I speak to you all independently. Like Olivia mm. will always coach me on how to say foreign players' names. Um, <laughs> she, sends, she sends me a voice note. You know, before I'm about to do a video, like say I'm going to do a 90 minutes video. If I'm going to do a 90 minutes video and I look at who we're going to be discussing, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Olivia, send me a voice note. How on earth do you pronounce? And watch how good I've got it, Olivia. Watch how good I am at this, Charlie. You'll be impressed. Huybier. Yeah. Oh, nice. man, it's class. Oh, that's class. Good, isn't it? Whereas up until Olivia's up until Mate. Olivia's intervention, I was going around going Hoodsburg. <laughs> Mate, Rory, that was beautiful. I doubt his mum says it as well as that. Yeah, I know. It was good, wasn't it? So um so obviously we have we we you know, our friendship has tran now transcends football. But yesterday I was walking through the West Stand and I bumped into a friend, I put him on my Instagram, so it was so nice to just see that football friendship. You know, the people that you don't mm. really know. Charlie, just give a give a quick summary. Because obviously the vast majority of people listening to this and even Olivia, what is it like now? What is the current uh, mm. climate like at Stamford Bridge? Well, it is reassuringly familiar. You know, it wasn't, It. I mean, I don't want to get him into too much trouble here. It wasn't too militant in terms of like going in and... So, you know, when, if, when you're downstairs Ooh, in the cold course... I agree with that, Charlie. It was, it was temperature oh, checks, ID checks. It was fairly strange. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, there was that in terms of actually getting into the ground. But, I mean, once you're in the ground, you can pretty much move around where you like downstairs. You've got to stay in your seat, obviously. Um, but there was, you know, a bit of standing, a bit of singing. It, was, it wasn't... Because I heard people before going, oh, I'm not bothering because it's going to be rubbish anyway. It certainly wasn't that, you know. It, it wasn't what we all know and love. But I think the players really appreciate it as well. I think every player, every player kind of came over and clapped and stuff. Um, and it was, you know, you can move about fairly freely in the concourse. Um, and then obviously when you're when you're upstairs watching the game, you've got to you've got to stay in your like assigned seat. But um, you know how you were in the I, shed. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Do you have to stay in the shed? Like so, you were in the shed. I was in the west end. Yeah. Yeah. Could we have met? I know mean, we didn't try, but could we could we have gone across to each other? No. No. So I you would have no, so I'd have so. to stay West End section, you'd have to stay Shed End section. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, during that. Yeah. I mean to be honest, I might because my season ticket's in the West End, so I might um I might go back home for the next game I'm allowed to apply mm. for. <laughs> Very nice. Um so now we should focus on a huge match against Everton. Carlo Ancelotti versus Frank Lampard. We need a win here, don't we? How are you feeling about this one, Olivia? Everton have just got one win in their last seven. Yeah, and it's a really tough game because we have an awful record at Goodison. I think the last time we won there was Conte season, which was only three seasons ago. But it, when you think of the context of that season, we were three wins or one win. Like that was like the final test mm. for our our set, mm. our team that then became champions. And and I think we had a different mentality then, and it was almost. But I. I look at these this side and Everton's defence especially is has been a bit 
on and off this season. They've conceded a lot of goals and they're without Seamus Coleman and Luca Dean, who, who their fullbacks are arguably two of the most important players in their team. Um, they've always got a threat going forward, but I just think with the amount of chances they concede and the amount of goals they concede is that we can really take advantage if Timo Werner start to take his chances. It's bad, isn't it? Are you, are you worried about me. the amount? Yeah. Yeah, the amount yeah, of sitters he misses, man. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm more annoyed for my fantasy Premier League team because if Chelsea keep winning, I don't <laughs> care who scores. But because I've got him in my fantasy team, I should be getting double figures every week, the chances he gets. And he's getting me like four or five points. And it's really get, it's really stressing me out. But I'm not worried. <laughs> I, I think I will be if his misses start to lose us or draw or cost us points. We're, we're yes. in situations where we keep scoring a lot of goals, so we're not necessarily reliant on Timo Werner to score. We're, we, you know, we've got Olivier Giroud, you've got um, Hakim Ziyech, or people to provide assists and score goals. But the, I just think the amount of goals he could have scored and the amount of easy goals, he seems to put the difficult ones away and really struggle with the easy ones, which when, uh, when, when watching um, Leipzig last season, he scored any goal. It was difficult, easy. His finishing was just unbelievable. But I have no doubt that he's going to score a ridiculous amount of goals this season. I I, I know that for a fact. But just it's, to play it's devil's starting to creep here. in. Just to play devil's advocate here, Olivia, and see what you think of this. Despite everything you've said, and despite the fact that I agree with you, you're, we're effectively, to, to put it bluntly, you're suggesting that he's wasteful. Yeah. I would say to you now, and be interested to what you say to this, Scored 12 goals already this season. I would not have said he scored 12 goals already this season. I would, though, because I know that he has. I... <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm currently reading it. The amount of, like, I don't know. I just, I think because he misses so many more than he scores. I think we're like, oh, well, he might, he can't score that many, but he's actually scoring those. So can you imagine the amount of goals he scored if he actually can like put away the easy chances? He'd be on double He'd figures a, by now, wouldn't he? Double say, figures. He'd be in 20 by now, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. 12 is double 13. figures. To anyone, to anyone who's not who's not that good at maths, nine is the last single <laughs> digit number and he's got 12. So he is in double uh, figures already. 20s. 100% oh, he would be in the 20s this season. Listen, I've, I have no doubt he's going to score more than 20 Premier League goals because I know for a fact, I keep saying this, sooner or later, he's going to take the chances. He gets in one game and he'll score three or four. Um, but it, it's getting a little bit frustrating because we could score four or five in one game and we're scoring two or three. I know it's being greedy and it is being greedy. It's just because we've had, you know, it's, it's nice to be in a position where we're scoring loads of goals. But I think now he needs to start taking his chances. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, any any thoughts on Everton? They've been abysmal, haven't they? Their only win of late has been against Fulham. Like, what's? It wasn't that long ago. I mean, I wasn't part of this. I'm proud to say, but people seem to genuinely be suggesting they could win the league. Like, yeah, do, you remember, people... do, you remember, do you remember when the narrative was this? James yeah. Rodriguez signing of the summer. Yeah. He hasn't had a goal mm. or assist since game week four. I think yeah, that's the that's the South American coming out in him, isn't it? It's got a bit cold. It's he's <laughs> playing against Burnley, yeah. and and it's just I don't think they're used to it. I mean, well, listen, Thiago Silva's exactly the same. He's South American, but he's come in and adapted really well. So I think that's it's maybe a different case. But Everton have been so up and down this season. They started so well, like stupidly well, and and they have got players in their team that are capable of hurting hurting us. I know that for a fact. But it's just which. Which Everton turns up? Is it going to be the one that's turned up in the last five game weeks, so they've got one win, 
or is it going to be the Everton that turned up at the start of the season? So it's very dependent on the day. But I think looking at the two teams and the form that both teams are in, it should be comfortable. But going to Goodison for Chelsea is never comfortable. Charlie, are you confident about this one? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am. I think we're much better than them. Everton are doing what Everton do every year and people are getting so het up about it this year, but they forget what it's like every single other year. They make some impressive signings. If you look at the teams that have spent money over the past five years, Everton are like second or third. They mm. spend so much money and they do this every year. They they get the final piece of the jigsaw and all of that sort of stuff. And then they, they might get a few good results and they're always sit somewhere between seventh and eleventh. And I've got got a couple of very good mates who are Everton fans and they, they fall for it every time. They're, and mm. and they think, I mean, they're, they're a massive club, Everton, and I love going to Goodison Park and I like them as a club. But they've got they've got this thing where they think they should still be at the top of the at the top of football, and you know that's not been the case for the best part of the time that I've been alive. Um, so I'm not surprised to see mm. them where they are. No matter how much I respect and love Carlo Ancelotti, mm. I think I think that we have got the beating of them. Although, as Olivia says, we've got a terrible record up there. I think probably having only 2,000 fans, or I don't think there'll be any fans over there because they're in tier three. Um, I think that will probably do us a world of good up there because, as Olivia says, we've got a terrible record up there. I remember mm. last season, I got up stupidly early to go up there in the car for a 12.30 <laughs> kickoff. Like, oh, I remember we to... lost, didn't we? We lost 3-1. Yeah. Didn't Duncan Ferg- we were- I remember Duncan Ferguson yeah. going mad on the touchline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was one of, I thought you were about I thought you were about to say Duncan Ferguson Ferguson scored. I was going to say it wasn't that long ago. That's probably the last time we won. Yeah. Honestly, it was one of, I think it was one of his first games, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it must have been because that's my overriding memory. What was the score in that game? 3-1. We lost 3-1. Who scored for us? Can you remember? I think Kovacic scored. That's right. Long shot. Yeah. Yeah. But it was... But we were awful that day. We were awful, and, and Calvert Lewin, who wasn't having anything like the season he's having this season, yeah, he just absolutely, yeah. he absolutely bullied Christensen. And I'll, I'll be honest, from that on that day, I was like, I didn't want Christensen to play for Chelsea again because I thought he was embarrassing in terms yeah. of his. He's just lightweight, so isn't he? Just so he is, lightweight. Yeah. He is, he is. And, that, and that was my like snap decision on that day. Obviously, rash judgment, being cold and tired. Um, he, he he was embarrassing that day. Uh, Calvert Lewin absolutely rinsed him. You're like a toddler. My, my baby does that. If she's cold and oh, tired, mate. she makes very rash decisions. Mate, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I was very, yeah. I, I was I was very much like your daughter on that day. I was having I was having a massive panic. Cal, Calvert Lewin's got a very different test up against him this time. So yeah, in yeah. in Zuma and more importantly, I think Thiago Silva. So I think it'll be interesting to see how he gets how he gets on and how and how they handle him as well, as in the two defenders handle Dominic Calvert-Lewin, because he's been a real threat this season, not just in the box, but in the air as well. And it's a real physical, it'll be a real physical test, one which I expect them both to overcome, but I think it's going to be an interesting battle. Oh, yeah, I can't see it being a problem really, because although, you know, Calvert-Lewin is quite an imposing character, mm. Thiago Silva, mm. if, look, if, if, if Calvert-Lewin wants to make it a fight with Thiago Silva and, 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 a, and a punch-up effectively, Thiago Silva's very strong, very up for yeah. that. But then in terms of like being a silky footballer, Thiago Silva's, mm. Thiago Silva's touch is so... Did you see that first, oh, t- that first, t- first time, time volley pass? Yeah. yeah, so good. But that's a, that's a Kovacic pass, isn't it? Do you, know, do you know what? Something else I wanted to quickly run past you both before we finish. I think this is a really interesting debate. On the spot now, are 
three in midfield for this game should be. I'm going to give you two because I think we all agree, just in case you don't, tell me if you don't, but N'Golo Kante starts, Mason Mount starts. Both yeah. agree? Yeah. Yeah. I would then say that the third player should be, well, let's see. Is it, in your opinion, Olivia, Kai Havertz or is it someone else? It's someone else. Charlie? Uh, yeah, it's someone else. Olivia, who do you think? Mateo Kovacic. Agreed. And what do you think will happen? Who do you think will play? I, I think he'll I think he'll go Kovacic just because you look at that Everton midfield and you've got Decore, Allen, and you've got very, a very big presence and a very like ones that run a lot as well. And I think with Havertz, I really like Havertz, and I think we're seeing little glimpses. I'm not I'm not I'm one of these people that I'm I am honest and I'm not sure I'm seeing the generational talent that everyone's talking Mate, about. I don't think you're not wrong, Olivia. I neither am I. No. I just I I go I see on I know it's social media as well and and everyone just gets way too ahead of themselves but and I'll always back up a Chelsea player and and I'm not saying that it's not going to happen because I do believe all of those German journalists that genuinely say he's a generational talent I I do understand that but I think I've said it on this pod before that I I haven't seen it yet and I just think in a game where midfield is going to be so important listen we've got chances we've got Pulisic Werner and Giroud up top which I think will be our front three we don't need another creative player in midfield I think that's that's uh, another option off the bench if we need a creative spark you can bring Havertz on but I think for the majority of this game we're going to need someone that can run that can um, beat the press and no one's better than Kovacic at that um so yeah I think he'll start he'll start do you, do you know what as well Charlie like my mm. issue with Kai Havertz I think he's lightweight I just think he, he can be bullied, whereas Kovacic is tough. Yeah, look, 100%. Look, I agree with everything Olivia said. I don't think that Kai Havertz is going to be a central midfielder in the Premier League ever. Oh. Um, no, no, no. And by that, I mean like a deep central midfielder, you know, playing alongside mm-hmm. N'Golo Kante. I think right. that if we were to slightly change formation, maybe play the way we were earlier in the season when Frank was trying to put, you know, fit everyone in in the same team, Mm. Um, I think we've been playing so well with Mount that bit deeper and a third man alongside him and Kante. And I don't think I have it. It's going to be that man. I think playing against Premier League midfields like Everton's with Decorey mm. and Allen, um, like Tottenham's, like any any team you'd want to name, you need yeah. that bit more physical presence. And Kai, Kai Havertz, I think, for the most part, last night, I think he played pretty well. And I think we saw some lovely touches. And that was coming in from wide. And I think certainly for the next few months, I think you're going to see him more in that role, whether that's starting, whether that's coming on, whether that's on a rotational basis, I don't know. But I think you're going to see him wider rather than kind of the number 10 that we quote unquote signed. Yeah, very, very interesting. Just before I let you both go, I'm just really interested. This is nothing to do with Chelsea, but I'm quite excited about it. So I just want your very, very quick opinions on it. The, there is a group involving Real Madrid and Inter Milan that is so tight, <gasps> that is concluding tonight. Right. This is of knowing, by the time this goes out, the viewers will have already know what happens. But I am intrigued. But in that group, Mucci and Gladbach are in it as well. Two go through, two go out. Charlie, Inter, uh, Real Madrid, much and Gladbach. Who go through? I think it will be Real Madrid because as poor as they have been at times, they always find a way in the Champions League. And mm. I think it will be much and Gladbach. So you think Inter are gone? I do, yeah. 
Olivia, what do you reckon? Uh, well, I I don't know what their points are, but so tight. In... So so Mutch and Gladbach are top on eight. It then yeah. goes Shakhtar and Real both on seven. Inter yeah. on five, but Inter play Shakhtar. So if Inter That's win, it. they'll go through. I think. Yeah. So if Inter win, they go through. And wait, how many points are Real Madrid on? Real Madrid are on seven points. So it so goes if, eight, if, seven, seven, five. It depends on the head-to-head between Inter and Real. But, I mean, like Charlie said, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. And purely for Eden Hazard's sake, I really, really want Real Madrid to go through because I would absolutely love it if we got them. I really would. And I would hope he'd be able to play. Um, no, we can't get them in a year where we can't go to the Burnham. No. That would be the only no. thing, yeah. It would be gutting, up. actually, wouldn't mm. it? That really would be. Yeah. I haven't, I've that can't been happen. To, I've been yeah. to the Bernabeu for a tour when we went to actually play Atletico Madrid at the Wanda. Um, but I have never been to a game at the Bernabeu and I would love to go and watch Chelsea there. But I think it's going to be Real Madrid. And I think... Do you know we've never played there? Oh, yeah, we've so never no, got them in a... So, so it's yeah, an amazing we've... stat. Chelsea and Real Madrid mental. have never played. Uh, yeah, watch Obviously, us. we played watch... them in a final. 1971, we played them and beat them in Athens. But we haven't actually mm. played at the Bernabeu. Yeah, I, I mean, I said Barcelona and Leipzig earlier, but maybe we're just going to get Real Madrid in the, the year that we can't go. Maybe that's that, be that would be heartbreaking. Yeah, Dortmund's the other it one really we... would be. D- yeah. Dortmund's the other one we've never got, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and we could be, get Dortmund, yeah. couldn't we? Which, which is so... No, which I, is think so... We, I think no, we'll avoid Dortmund top. now. They were top. Oh, did they top the group? Yeah, oh, they okay, topped. Fine. Yeah, they, it, it was Lazio's group. Lazio's group. Yeah. Oh, so Lazio's second. Uh, okay, mm. got yeah. That's a really tough group, by the way, into Real Madrid. We were saying Shakhtar, but Shakhtar, yeah. I'm going to be fully focused on that group tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. As always, thank you so much. New signing. Off to a flyer. Hatchet on your first <laughs> game there. That was a very impressive <laughs> debut. Because you've kind of done a loan move. You've done the Kovacic and now you're fully in. You've it, signed up. Yeah, fully in. Yeah. So, <laughs> St- steady on, bro. They're going to want me out the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to be the Kai Havertz, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Coming um, in from white that's, for 20 minutes. Uh, that is all we've got time for. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. If you could drop us a review, it would be very much appreciated. Subscribe if you have enjoyed what you've heard. And we'll be back next week to review the Everton game and talk about our fixture away at Wolverhampton Wanderers in a bit, y'all. <laughs>